High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. For Cam Young, he's an American. But watch out for Rory and Tigers already toast. All on a KCP extending, Avalanche team mending, throwback Thursday edition of the program. Danny Bailey, let's rock. Oh my goodness gracious. What are you thinking? That's right. What to do, baby? Got a good show today. Real good show. Buckle. Hey, saddle up, partners. <laughs> First round of the British Open nearly in the books already as an American, Cameron Young, with an 8-under-64 opener. Damn. Okay. Take that for data. But take that for that. England and Scotland. Ah, uh, he's false in Scotland, probably, right? Uh, Rory yes. six under Cameron Smith. Wait, is that right? A lot of Camerons. Cameron Young eight under in first right now. Cameron Smith, uh, he's an Australian, he is at five under. Lee West with four under, Hovland, four under, guys you know, Ian Poulter, he's from the Live Tour, three under, DeChambeau, three under, let me go down here, let me find Tiger real quick, hold on, still looking, guys, I'm scrolling, I'm going as fast as my phone will go, plus one, plus two, oh, okay, here's Tiger, Tied for 120th place at plus three. Damn. Tiger. Back out of the gun with the missed cuts. I didn't want that for Tiger. Because he's got to be crushed. If he's plus three right now and the leader's at one, uh, two under, then he's like, okay, we're flirting. It's been windy today. No one's playing well. But... When you got guys at eight under at six under, this, damn act together, okay? This thing is over. Damn, I want a tiger to compete. I thought at this ugly burnt, you know, course where you just hit it out there and like doesn't even know where the fairway is and you just kind of play from there. I thought Tiger would be pretty good at that. <laughs> I thought this is actually where Tiger could kind of compete. I am not mad at Tiger. He almost died like a year ago in a wreck, you know, like a crazy wreck that I don't know how he lived in and his leg was all broken up. So he's out there playing because he's, you know, the greatest of all time. Second greatest of all time. Jack's the greatest of all time. 
No, he is. <laughs> Let me tell you why, though. Okay. okay. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I can appreciate it. Tigers had the greatest and most dominant stretch of golf. And it's probably, you know, our generation is our obviously generation's greatest golfer. But Tiger was doing it and beating a fat kid and a bunch of rejects. At the beginning of Tiger, when Tiger came on, he was beating Mark O'Mara and Davis Love the Third and Tom Kite. Okay. Fat. These are old fatzos. Okay. White guys with no athletic ability in their body. What Tiger. Two things here. While there's like not a ton of young black golfers on the tour that Tiger created, because for one, golf is a very super duper expensive. Okay. And I just, you know, that's golf in a certain kind of, you know, privileged white kid is able to play golf, a lot of golf. Golf lessons are expensive. The clubs are expensive. You, it's not a ball going to the park and shooting it in the room. You got to pay every time you get on that golf course, every single time, no matter what your age is. Okay, so Tiger did happen to create the Dustin Johnsons and the Rorys and the Spieths and the Roms and the Shambos and the Kepkas. These are athletes. These guys look like athletes. You know, they got some muscle on them and they're, you know, they just, these are guys who probably could have played other sports such as soccer and lacrosse. So they chose golf because of Tiger, I think. Okay. So Tiger did do that. He revolutionized. He had to, they changed the, all the courses that Tiger, you know, they changed Augusta National because Tiger was just dominating the course. But the greatest golfer of all time is Jack. Not just because of the 18 majors against Tigers 15. He has, we've done this before, 19 runners up. 19 runners up? I mean, like, damn. Tiger has like seven runners up. You know? That's, it's, okay. And, 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 and. <laughs> Jack had to beat Arnold Palmer, Tom Watson, Ballesteros, Gary Player, who I love Gary Player, man. Style, bro. Uh, lots of the old great players. All the rest of the greatest golfers all time, Danny Bailey. Jack beat all those guys to a tune of 18 majors. Tiger... <laughs> Beat man boobs Phil a bunch of times. And Ernie Els and VJ Singh and Barry David Duvall. Don't talk about VJ like that. <laughs> I like VJ Singh. I do too. But these guys, like, you know, they ain't Gary Player and Tom Watson and Arnold Palmer. Certainly, they, hey, certainly. I never heard of no drink called the Tom Kite or the. Mark O'Mara. And if it is, it's probably very fattening. Well, got a lot of sugar in it. You know who does have a drink named after who? them? Who? Who's currently ahead of Tiger? John Daly. What's his drink? I think it's just an Arnold Palmer <laughs> with alcohol in it. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I saw him on Twitter uh, a couple days ago on a piece of grass like at a park on one side of the highway. 
hitting drives, bombs for people on the, to over the highway. I think onto maybe a course across the street or something like that. I'm not really sure. I think it was a high school football field. Ah, okay. That's badass, right? That is badass. Yeah. So that's just my thoughts on golf, I guess, and who's the greatest of all time. Jack's the greatest of all time. Big, huge moments. The win, um, the late win in his career when he was kind of like past the prime to now all the stuff he does. He's still, you know, old man, old buzzard comes down, tees it up and drives one down the fairway. You know, probably got one swing in him every year. And it's he has to save it for that, you know, um, ceremonial first tee that he did with uh he does with now he did with arnie does it with gary player now he did it with um <sighs> damn i don't want to disrespect the guy he was the first black guy to play at augusta national he passed on lee elder lee elder i think let me see if that's right that is right for sure yep lee elder i just looked it up pretty good huh who's better than the station than me Eric thinks he is. Um, Terry no, Fry's done no. a lot of things. He's super old. He's like so lived lots of life experiences. I think everyone's good in their own unique way. Damn it, Danny. 303 But if I'm oh. giving out trophies, I'm probably giving one to you. Hey! Yeah! Yeah! Uh, let's, you know, but we'll call it like the heart trophy. You know, you know just it's for the best player. No big deal. What would we call it? The Irv Brown Award? Yeah, that's fitting. It's the Irv Brown Award. Mm -hmm. I've won that three times. Cello beat me out one time for it. Uh, uh, DMAC has like seven of them, though. DMAC has seven Irv Brown Awards. But I... <laughs> hey, however, we know I turned a big 40 this year, right? Right? I know now. Well, shouldn't have told you because then you thought it was probably 37 or 38. But DMAC didn't get to the fan until he was 40 years old. We've talked about that before. Barely kind of started the greatness of his career at 40. So I'm kind of trying to... Come after me! Yeah. I'm a man! I'm 40! So I'm trying I'm to not, win... I'm not a kid! A few Why more of those before me? I'm done. And you're going to help me do it whether you'd like it or not, Danny. Happy to be along for the ride. <laughs> uh, Eric thinks he won 20 of those awards. Damn, the Irv Brown Award. That's a sick award. Who would get it this year? I don't think he could lose a co-host. Jake's not a co-host. Uh, well, he was kind of, you know. I don't know. Who's the best in Denver right now? I probably... Do you know what? It's got to be. There's got to be something behind it, too. The Avalanche's success, all the Avs' success. I probably give it to Mark Moser or Vic. Or maybe they share the award. The Irv Brown Award for this year. Moser's first. Lombardi has three of them, like me. But he's about washed. Um, who else is out there who could win this award? Dover will break through, probably win one or two of these awards. And once he pairs up with me, he'll probably, you know, I've said too much. But um, it's like uh, Kyrie and LeBron getting back together in L.A. That'd be wild. Soon. That'd be crazy. Danny and Dover? 
Weekdays? Drive time? Replacing Terry and Eric? Whoa. Uh, that's just rumors. That's just radio rumor mill stuff, guys. What's going to happen to Terry and Eric? I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I got to focus on my new afternoon drive show with Dover. You know what I mean? So I'm sure those guys will land on their feet somewhere. And those feet will be sponsored. Because Eric knows how to do it. But, uh, yeah, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. I think um, Zach Bai won his first one this year. Zach Bai probably took it, won his first one this year. Damn. He's one guy I got my eye on because he's young and, you know. He's their probably best guy now over there. Because it's, Yeah. I don't know. I don't listen to that station. Well, all their guys like used to work here. Kyle Reese, they had on all weekend. John Davis or Josh Davis? Both of them. Days, both guys used to work here. Um, let's see. Justin Adams on was here. On here the other day. Matt Smith used to be here. Uh, let's see here. Pretty much their whole squad over there. Used to beg to be on my show. Kyle's like, "Yeah, Dad, man, if you ever want to like do some shows together or something like that." I was like, "I'm kind of seeing cello right now," and you kind of got that other guy. Who's the other guy who was really good? He was the better of the two. I don't know. I thought you produced for that show. Ah, for Kyle Reese's show. Yeah. When I was doing it, it was just him. Ah, uh, he had another dude, Marcus Moore. Okay. <laughs> when I was doing it, it was just him and then some high school kids. Or post high school kids. Yeah. Okay. 303-831-1340. The hotline is, I, I I hope to compete again. I'm like Roger Federer. I hope to come back and try to compete for this thing again at Wimbledon. 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Watch SmileHighSports.com. I think I just said that. But let me tell you something new. Danny Bailey's at dbailey5280 on Twitter. I'm at TweetsDanny on Twitter. Thanks for being with us. On a throwback Thursday, playing your hits from the 80s, the 90s, 2K, and today. Well, actually not from today. Just throwback hits because it's throwback Thursday. Smile High Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Yeah, with hair like that, Danny Bailey, you got to rock. Atta boy. I live to rock. Nice. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. 110 Rockies today. Interesting. Kyle Freeland 110 goes. in the afternoon? Yeah. Oh, geez. Little 110 special Thursday day game. Blake Snell. Rockies won last night, inching their way back towards 500 baseball. Ray, uh, Kyle Freeland, I don't know, man, he's kind of struggled this season. Finished third in the Cy Young voting a few years ago. Was kind of on top of the world, man. I'm not sure what happened. Um, other than 
you know, he's kind of a average starting pitcher who caught fire, lightning in a bottle, rode a wave. What what makes it kind of tough is, you know, he's capable of that kind of stuff. So when he's not doing, you know, winning two out of every three kind of starts, then you're wondering what's wrong with this guy. But, you know, I thought losing John Gray was a big mistake. I'm not sure what he's doing with the Texans or the, sorry, the Texans, the Rangers. <laughs> but man, he, you know, he knew how to pitch here and he's just kind of was true to who he was. Go out there and win 12 games, go 12 and nine and yeah, maybe win 13 or 14 games. If he could put it all together and he, you know, I think John Gray's one of the bit better pitchers ever pitch here ever. I mean, the winningest pitcher in the history of the franchise is Aaron Cook. I mean, Jason Jennings. Remember Jason Jennings? Probably somewhere up on that list. I mean, he was like a flash in the pan. It's it's really, truly, like, you can't make it up. The ineptitude of the, you know, pitching that this franchise has never really been able to deliver on other than flash. Ubaldo was a flash. Ubaldo, like, just flashed. That's it. You know? couple years and you know they, the, their most talented guy they ever had they ship him out of town they don't take care of him goes to Baltimore I think it's been a long time you know he didn't do anything there so maybe they were right but man it's it's kind of unbelievable that the Rockies haven't found themselves on accident over these years one kind of Ace, true ace, the guy who just wins 15 or 16 for them every year for about four or five years, and then it's just kind of over with. Then he go, he go, chooses to kind of get out of here and go somewhere else. That's it. It's like now it's like voodoo. Now it's like black magic or wizardry. You know what I mean? Now it's like, have you seen the movie The Craft? It's like I bind you. I have not from seen ever it. having pitching success, Rockies. Until you kiss a frog. No, I don't know what it is. But. It's tough, man. You would think, you would think that the franchise would do any last thing in its power, no matter what the cost is, to go get a starting pitcher as close to his prime as possible, whether it be trading five first-round picks for him or signing the guy to a $500 million contract, just to prove it's possible. Oh, they did that with uh, Nagel and... uh, Hampton, that was one time ever. One time ever. Danny Nagel's banging prostitutes. Okay. Which, uh, you know? And Mike Hampton kind of had a 10-cent head. And Mike Hampton was an all-star here his first year. It was great. Came out and then that first year was kind of wicked. And then that's it. But what was Mike Hampton as a pitcher? Never really an ace. Probably really like a, a third pitcher on a really good team. They had to overpay for those guys. They weren't real aces at all. Those were potatoes, guys. I'm talking about filet. You know, I'm talking about porterhouse. uh, DeGrom. Level type of guy. They don't fall off trees, but, you know, you can go get one if you're willing to pony up and pay the price. I'm not saying that's the answer. I just like to see it. (laughs) Feel it. That's it. 110 Rockies. Tickets are probably like four bucks to get in. F. Lewis, if you want to meet me there, let's do this. You want to party or what? 
303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. F. Lewis got me all jonesed out, juiced up on why don't you go to Chicago, see the two teams, come back to Kansas City and St. Louis. And now it's all I can think about. And JJ keeps asking me. He's asked me in the last 12 hours, because it were 24 hours, are we going? When are we going? Are we really going? So, like, I'd rent a car, okay, that I would just, you know, you rent a car. You're like, man, you're banging it around. You're in curbs. You're I'm up on sidewalks. I'm doing it. It's not my car. You know what I mean? And I paid for the insurance. So I'm, you know, it's insured. Yeah, I'll race you, guy, on the street. You want to race? Sure. Crank it up. But so rental car, that's it. You just got to go. <laughs> I, it's like 12 hours to 13 hours to Chicago, I think. Yeah, and you were wondering about Chicago to Milwaukee. Yeah. I just got it. I looked it up right here. It's only an hour and a half. Damn. But See, it's I, north. I was so you got to go up and then come back down to go through KC and St. Louis. Unless you start in Milwaukee, go down to Chicago. And then down from to Chicago. St. Louis and Kansas City. Whoa. That'd have to really be so thoroughly planned out. Like, <laughs> I don't know. JJ and I just like rolled to California last year. We didn't have, we didn't, you know, we just ended up going to two Dodgers games, ended up doing a bunch of stuff. We were going to, and that was the plan, but it wasn't like, you know, I didn't have reserved seats down the first baseline where we sat when we were kids. Crowded the plate so close, the strike zone practically disappeared. I, I put two together. I put the field of dreams and the sand lots together, but, you know, that's uh, baseball, Ray. Um, <laughs> we can set up a break here. I love the charm and the nostalgia of baseball. I'm old enough to appreciate all of that kind of stuff. And JJ does too. JJ is, is a great player, special little player. Okay. Every dad thinks his kid's like special. Yeah. Maybe a Fortnite. <laughs> JJ's a <laughs> we've been playing tennis. JJ's nine. He just we just you know who's using my wife's racket, which was a purple. I just went and got this little cheap Federer rat new cool racket thing he loves. He's sitting he's great. He's good. He's good, man. I'm just like proud of my kid. I'm not, you know. We don't on the show talk about our politics, our religion, our fantasy football team, or our kids, so I'm sorry. But we've been playing JJ's like obsessed right now with tennis. Aw, why can't we? Oh, like we, we played before Olivia's softball game at the park yesterday. And then after, why can't we stay? God, I hate you. <laughs> and you're not even his stepdad. I know I'm his real father. <laughs> uh, a couple texts from F. Lewis. He said, fly to Chicago, rent a car, fly home from St. Louis. Wow. So you could always do that. And he also said, speaking of nostalgia... Take Rocky's first inning draw for old time Jake's sake. Damn. See, when I hear things like that, I got to go put all my money on that. I got $39 in my account right now. I'm looking to fool around with. There's a 10 o'clock uh, um, Marlins and Pirates. I'm probably going to find a way to overbet and lose my money uh, here in about 30 minutes. <laughs> that 110 Rockies? Dang. Listen, not only can I wait, not wait for like future bets. Yeah, man, I got the Broncos at last year to win it this year. My hundred's gonna pay out four thousand. I'd have cashed at one hundred and fifty. 
I got no patience. I can't even wait till one o'clock to bet my little, you know, 50 bucks I got. <laughs> that's funny. And that's probably the problem. Um, yeah, I'm not a big futures guy. It's just, on, uh, you know, it's cool. I like uh, Theoretically, I like the idea. Maybe if I, was, if I was richer of an individual, I could just sit there and like let it wait. I bet a couple things for the open. And ah, it's like, I got to wait all weekend for this. Yeah. Was it? It's just four days. Cameron Young. Unfortunately not. Was it Cameron Smith? No. Any Camerons at all? No Camerons involved in my bets. When Cameron was in Egypt's land, let that my Cameron go. <laughs> You're good, Danny Bailey, you. All right. The two Dannys, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD. Three? Is that right? Yeah. That is correct. Try that. Beautiful. And get me in... Chicago. They can't get me to Chicago. I'm going to get anywhere in the state. Can that fly to Chicago just blew my mind. I need F. Lewis to consult with me on this trip. Give me some more information, F. Lewis, because we're trying to put this thing together. All right. Smell like sports. Lots of The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We're back in on a throwback Thursday edition of the program. That's Ozzy. Ozzy and his group. He's still kicking. I thought he... 20 years ago, he... Yeah, he's probably the most most surprising... Still One alive. of the most surprising Old still alive. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Join the conversation. We'll catch up with any text that you guys hit us with. You know, make time for you guys. You guys are special to us. Um, and then you can kind of call us, too, if you're up for that kind of stuff. But uh, Cameron Young, an American. With a opening round 64 to lead the Open Championship. Rory at six under. Tiger at plus three. Unless Tiger goes and shoots like a 66 or something uh, tomorrow. Just, you know, when you're attacking the course like this, it looks, you know, probably 15, 14 under might be the target, you know. I mean, 12 under at least. I don't know how Tiger makes up so many strokes. You know, I want it for Tiger. It's like I'm mad. You know, or sad or something. Um, I, at least you, at least you want Tiger to kind of compete. There's a million guys, not me, but who had Tiger at like uh, finishing the top ten kind of stuff. So top twenty, Tiger to make the cut was close to even money. So even that's totally in in jeopardy now. Um, Nuggets extend KCP two years. Times $15 million equals $30 million. Perfect. Perfect. I mean, you're not locked up to to him um, for four years. You know, you're not. Um, this is a two-year experiment. This is kind of the window. If it doesn't work, if it does work, you extend him after that. Everyone's happy. He's happy to be here. You're happy to pay him more money. And if it doesn't work out, well, then he becomes very a very tradable asset. If, 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 say, like, it doesn't work and he doesn't fit in, I, he, he is going to. 
he's very much going to fit in here and be um, very good defensively. Knock down three, bang, you know, Jokic's assist numbers for Jokic. He's going to be averaging that triple-double again this season because he's got some knockdown shooters who are going to, you know, just be ready to catch and shoot. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty good news for the Nuggets. Made a lot of sense. Um, you know, this day and age, I don't know what Danny Green makes and guys kind of like that. You know, the J.J. Reddicks of the world when he was still kind of doing his thing a couple of years ago. But I'd rather have this guy at this price than, you know, someone else who I know is not going to give you the uh, basketball IQ and the defensive kind of ability that this guy does at this kind of price. Seems like a lot of money, but there's guys making Kyrie's making 40 and Dame's making 60. Is Dame making 60 million? Didn't I just see two years times? 60 or was I a little bit off on that one? Let me take a peek at that one. Let's see here. I was looking up Danny Green. He's on two years, 10 million a year. Okay. He's at the end, though. Um, Let me see. Damian Lillard just signed that. uh, Let's see. I just saw it. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, 60 per season over the next two seasons. Two years, $122 million. So that's, the, you know, the upper echelon of what the market is and the super max when you stay with your own team to a certain point and you really, you know, the system, that's what the system's in place for a guy like that to be able to kind of do. So with guys making $50 million, $40 million, Catavius Caldwell Pope at two times 15 is pretty good for a guy who's going to be um, a really good starter on a really good team who's going to um, also has a knack for being a big-time uh, player in big-time moments. Knows what it looks like, feels like, smells like, tastes like. Got to have a few guys like that. I think you got to have a couple guys like that. If not, you know, it's, it's tough to kind of get somewhere where you don't know where you're going necessarily. I think that's why Millsap was so important here for a few years as they're trying to reboot it's not a rebuild. It's a it's a reboot. A rebuild. It's just it's it's, it's a rebuild. It's exciting. It's, a, it's I'm, a reboot. I'm humbled. But it's not a rebuild, it's a reboot. Again, it's a it's 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 exciting. I'm humbled to be here, man. It's a <laughs> I get the NFL. I always forget that it's it's um it's 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 exciting. I'm humbled. <laughs> That's my favorite part, but I always forget it. Damn, Vance. Why'd you have to be so terrible? <laughs> it all brought brought us to Coach Hackett, though. You know? Hey, Coach! Who's a gangster? Who's a gangster? <laughs> you are. Nah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gersh. <laughs> Johnny Football, man. The blood of the city. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to do with his $500 million. What do you think? I'd say probably have his mansion turned into a water park with like tubes throughout of it, you know, throughout the house. What do rich, dumb people do? Bye bye. Manziel's dumb. Manziel? Is, is he dumb? Mm, he came for it's different. It's oil money. Yeah, that's what was Pat Bullen's money. Um, Johnny Football's an athlete. Johnny Blood of the City Bullen. 
is oh John Johnny Bolin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought you meant, I thought you were talking about Johnny Football. Nah, two different Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Bolin. Yeah, yeah. Water Park seems about right. <laughs> I don't know. Half of that race got, cars. Half of that's uh, chicks. Half of that's got to be going to drugs. Brag about how much money you give away at strip clubs, kind of stuff. No, as I was saying, uh, drugs, drugs are bad. bad. Okay. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. It's a good one. Okay. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. The Avalanche, man. I mean, bringing the whole team back. Except for who just... Dang. Someone just went to another team. Darcy Kemper? No. Went him. to the Capitals? No, not him. Oh, not him? No, 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 not him. Burkowski? Burkowski. They did bring back a lot of those pieces, though. Tons. Yeah. And Kadri's still undecided. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for the Avs? Eh, I think a lot of people were kind of prepared for him to be. Once the money starts going away, you lose a little leverage, and teams just don't have, you know, to make, have an opportunity to make you their biggest ticket item. Oh, Nico Strum. Strum. Sturm. 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 That's what he said. Cheers, <laughs> clean. <laughs> yeah, where did he go? He was a tough little gritty gutty, right? And Bur- Burkowski, right? Damn. Yeah, Sturm was another one of those uh, but Berkey. trade deadline additions. Damn, He's Berkey. with the Sharks now. Mm, poor guy. They re-signed uh, Helm, right? Darren Helm, let's go. And we'll talk about it on the other side. 303 Burkowski went to the uh went to the Kraken. Really? Yes. Dang. You know where the Kraken play, right? The Crack House? The Crack House, yeah. You know what their fans are called, right? Crackheads? They're the crackheads. Again, not what I wanted. I, I my me and my marketing team, we put together a couple different options for the new name of the NHL's um, hockey team in Seattle. We had the Supuck Sonics. That's good. Or we had the Super Son Pucks. Also good. Thank you. Right? Anybody? Hello? Come on. The Kraken? No, the Supuck Sonics. <laughs> the Super Son Pucks. <laughs> Which do you like better? I think I like the Super Son Pucks better. The Supuck Sonics. Because you have to like, wait, super did I hear that son, right? Super Son Pucks. The Super Son Pucks. Super Son Pucks. That's pretty sick. <laughs> the Super Son Pucks. Is it getting better or worse? Say it one time. I need to hear it. The Seattle Super Son Pucks. Yeah, what was the score of the Super Son Pucks last night? Heard they whooped the Avs. Waxed their asses. Uh, other way around. Avs 8-0. Well, we're their expansion. So they're going to get their feet under them. All right. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Catch up with some Av stuff on the other side. I'm waiting for F. Lewis to send me my itinerary for me and JJ's roadie. Um, Love that idea, though, actually. I wonder if it's cheaper to rent a car in Chicago than it is here. For one. And then flying through Chicago cuts out a lot of that tough drive there. Almost the drive there sucks. The drive home, I'm hitting everything. 
on, on the drive home, we might go to Brewers, Cardinals, Royals. I'd love to get if we can get four stadiums on this little road trip. That would be the. I mean, epic. five. If you're doing that'd be the ultimate. How could that Sox work out? And White Sox. And that's. I mean, that's the dream. Yeah. But I'm saying, even if we get three, it'd be worth it. Three is great. Four. Better. And then JJ goes five. Yeah. Let's get jerseys at every stadium. And I was like, uh, maybe jersey tees. <laughs> now we'll get some stuff. When you go on vacation, it's like that ain't the time to be cheap. You're on vacation. Spend some money. You got to. You work hard. Yeah, you don't check the account balance on vacation. So here's what we're going to do. First, we're going to go see the Supak Sonics in Seattle. We're going to swing back through. We're going to do the kind of Canadian thing. Drop down to Chicago from there. Nah, it's too long of a trip. Damn it. All right. What are you going on? A <laughs> fur trapping expedition? <laughs> uh, when I was in college. Uh, 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line back on their side at Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Now. Damn, Danny Bailey. You're a rock star, bro. Maybe I'll have you join our band. What do you do? What instruments do you play? A little bit of drums. Okay. Is that real? No. <laughs> Damn, lie to me, bro. <laughs> uh, you could just start banging on the drums at practice. It's just a garage. We're just a garage brand band, bro. I can shred the uh, drums on rock band. Okay. So it's got to translate, right? Well, I only play the guitar in Guitar Hero. So, yeah. And if we could somehow put that thing together, then we may have a band, but... Uh yeah, three zero three eight three one thirteen forty the hotline as well as the text line. Yeah, on that break there, had a little meeting with Nate. You know, he only told me I'm probably going to be the only show out there at Dove Valley live at training camp for the entirety of camp. I mean, no big deal. You know, so I guess that answers who's the most talented guy here at Mile High Sports. I guess that question is you know, put to rest. No big deal. Thanks, Nate. I appreciate it. You want me to have a nil on or any of those little youngsters you got running around, little scrappers? I'll do it. You know? Well, probably not Cody, you know, but um, yeah. Appreciate that. Looking forward to that. Got to get uh, ready here. Um, you know, any ev- anybody, everybody who's anybody is out there. That's where you want to be. And we'll be doing the big show together out there, guys. So Chuck Nasty, we're, no, no, we're not taking no calls at camp. Uh, who's your helper there? It's John Elway. Shut up. Uh, who's your helper there? It's Coach Hackett. Well, who's your helper there, Danny? Is that Ryan? No. Shh. It's Justin Simmons, damn it. Quiet. <laughs> Unless I just let him, you know, Chuck Nasty do the whole show with me. As a co-host, not. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man. Danny Bailey, need you out there to get me the big guest, okay? I need you to wrangle him over there. That's how Kyle got on at the fan. He was out there pulling guests for Gil. They spotted some tall, skinny goofball across the field here. 
And the rest is history. 104.3 The Fan made Kyle Berry's radio career what it is today. Ready? Out, out of business. business. <laughs> is he really out of the business? Kyle? Yeah. He's not working in radio anymore. Oh, no. He's doing something at the arena. That's two guys in your coaching tree that are kaput. Yeah. You know, Doug, my, Jake's doing stuff. He's got something. Oh, is he? Yeah, Jake's oh. doing something. He he neglected to tell me. That I think it was a big secret. Yeah, it was a secret, I think. He didn't want to ruffle any feathers. He's doing like Saturdays over at the fan. <laughs> but yeah, Kyle, man. Does that look bad on me? He, I Listen. No, not at all. He was my most emotional student. You're like Belichick. I am you like Belichick. You know, you get the best out of people, and then before they're done, you move on. Damn, I love that. That's pretty good. And, you know, you uh, Flores, Vrabel, some of my talents are out there going to go flourish. That's like Dover. You know? He's a peacock. What do you think about this vintage uh, piece here? Wilson, you're not going to see a lot of these in the streets here. What are you thinking about this vintage piece? It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I like it. Thanks. I would. I was. I kind of wish it was like game worn. You know, had some stains on it or something. That would be kind of cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a good looking piece. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate yeah. it. Um. Okay. Few minutes left in this first hour. I'm trying to look at the leaderboard. Poor tiger. Uh. Let's see here. I want to rock. Was that twi that was tw twisted sister? Was that Twisted Sister? It was indeed. It's hard for me on some of those rock bands. I know them a lot, but not like, that ain't my cup. A tea. Was that your cup of tea? Yeah, that's what I and grew strumpets? up on. And strumpets? That's what I grew up Who on. Who played that? Your old man? Well, not so much like Twisted Sister, but my mom was a huge Aerosmith and Queen fan, so I listened to a lot of them. She a groupie? And then as I, no. Oh. But then as I began to like, explore music i started finding some more of those like hair band types it's pretty good stuff yeah tigers plus four through oh no way tigers through five holes that can't be true holy cow what happened here let me take a closer look at this guy's round here ah tiger why uh Double bogeyed one, pard two, bogeyed three, and bogeyed four. You're four under, or I'm sorry, you're four over par. How do you even find your way back to even par in this round, man? He's Tiger Woods. You think he if can? If anyone can find a way, it's him. I like your outlook on life. You don't ever get too low, do you? Not publicly. <laughs> oh, you you want you met dark and ominous. Oh, you want dark and ominous. <laughs> I didn't mean that. No, I consider myself an optimist. You're a positive person. Yeah, it's I can much that. it's much more enjoyable to yeah. live life positively than be down I, I in the hear, dumps all the time. I hear that's the case. I'm super negative. Yeah. You can have sad boy season, but don't have a sad boy life. Uh, <laughs> don't want to be you don't want to be just like you 
but I don't want your life. <laughs> I'm going to do one here. <clears throat> Playing football at West Canaan might have been the opportunity of your life, but I don't want your life. Let's do it real quick. Do one. You got but it? I don't want your life. Damn, that's good. That's so good. He was a good quarterback. Yeah, I guess so. Dawson. Would you take a career like that? You're Dawson from Dawson's Creek, and you did like two movies, and then that's it. Everyone thinks you're kind of a joke. You taking that? Who's that, Vanderbeek? Yeah, he's he's had a pretty good career. Who'd you rather be, Vanderbeek or uh, Mark Paul Gosseler? You got to be Zach Morris, right? Yeah, Zach Morris is an icon. He is an icon. Okay. And did you ever see that uh, show Franklin and Bash? Yes. About the lawyers? Yeah, it was a good show or what? Fun-loving lawyers? That was a good one. <laughs> I imagine that's what me and Todd would be like if we were a, a lawyer team. Uh, what about uh, Urkel? What about him? You like Urkel? Uh, he kind of had the glow up after. So, like, I guess that's cool to have people think of you as a, a child, child, as a nerd, and then you kind of turn into a stud in the after. That was Stefan or Kel. That was just, yeah, he wasn't. No, I mean like him today. He's or cool now? like 20 years ago. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> I don't think he's cool now. I think he's on Love Island or one of these VH1 shows. That'd be tough. Like Aaron Carter. Have you seen him? What he's, what's happening with him? Yeah, he used to hang around Boulder a lot. Really? Scaring all the sorority girls. Aaron Carter? Yeah. Dang. Did you party with him? No. No, his parties were... Sad. You say sad party? Sad. <laughs> sad parties. Damn, that's not even a techno party. No, they yeah. You mean like a sit around and do drugs party? Yeah, it was like every day he was partying at the home of the Seattle Kraken. With the crackheads? At the crack house. Supuck Sonics? Let's go to break. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Join the convo. We got... Um, one hour left. It's been fun. Danny Bailey's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. Uh-huh. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because he doesn't seem very fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun guy. <laughs> Damn, when you have to tell people you're a fun guy. Well, they asked him. Well, what are you like? Because people don't really know much about his personality. Yeah, so we had to let him know. Okay. I, I didn't buy it. I'm not buying it. Are you buying it? Who's this? I'm not buying it. Turn it up. I'm going to tell you who this is right now. Let me see. Who is this? Um... Siri's not helping me. I was trying to cheat and lie. I'm a fun. I'm not a cheater. <laughs> it's something that Michael Jordan had. Ooh. Air supply. Oh, is it? No, I Damn. don't. I don't know. Is that a band? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's not them. It's something he wore. Uh. Wristband. 
It's Tommy Two-Tone, Loverboy, Wristband, and your headliner, Clarence K. What was it? Yesterday? Terrence. Terrence T. Darby. Darby. Yeah. Smiley Sports.